Welcome to the Empowered Feminine Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Foy, mother, author, nutritionist, and women's health expert. I've designed this podcast to help you discover strategies to tame your hormonal chaos, balance stress, and become unstoppable. We'll explore all the things holistic health, success, mindset, motherhood, and creating rock-solid boundaries. Each week, I'll inspire you to level up, not by always doing more, but by being unapologetically you and stepping into your feminine power. As women, we can't always do, force, and push our way through life. That approach always leads to burnout. Join me on my mission to help high achievers like you do less, feel more, and become unstoppable. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Empowered Feminine Podcast. I am your host, Kira Foy. Well, what a week. I want to recap my crazy week. I was moving, um, preparing for a cross-country move. So everything was going into storage boxes, which requires a ton of organization And, you know, moving is one of those big stressors, right? Uh, We all know that it can really push you to the brink. It is absolutely exhausting. Um, The day that I put most of my things into storage, I had 26,000 steps that day and I did not leave my house. So that just gives you an example of how much like up and down lifting boxes, I had 41 stairs in my house. So now you know my secret um, to, you know, staying fit and getting my steps in because my house made it pretty much impossible to not do that on most days. So in any case, um, today I really want to address mindset and stress because so often when we are you know going into a time of stress or busyness whether it be you know things in your um, relationships are difficult whether it be something like moving like I just did whether it be the pandemic that we've been dealing with over the last year there are so many different times and different situations where we find it very stressful and oftentimes, this is where people throw themselves under the bus. And I want to talk to you about how you can change your mindset. And instead of looking at, you know, self-care, which to me is not, you know, getting my nails done, which we can't even do right now, um, but is, you know, getting to bed, is making sure that I am eating nutritious food, is making sure I get my exercise in, is making sure that I am, you know, not skipping meals, that I am staying hydrated, that I am doing all of the things that I know are going to help me get through this as best as I can. So what so often, you know, we are taught is when you are stressed or when things in your life are really difficult, you know, give yourself a break. And what does that even mean, right? Give yourself a break. So if I were to take that very, you know, common advice, give myself a break, for a lot of people that might have looked like, 
ordering in pizza on the day when my house was, you know, completely cleared of everything and the packing and moving people, the storage containers are gone and just getting in fast food and, and not worrying about it. And, you know, grabbing a, a chocolate bar or grabbing something that's quick and easy in order to give myself a break. But the truth is, is that I know that that would be the worst thing I could have done for my body at that time. I was already expecting so much of myself, right? I am a single mom. I, you know, it was already very emotional to be um, taking on the project that I am. We have a house that we are having built uh, in Kelowna, BC. So we're working really hard on, you know, the, the move and all of the pieces that have led up to this. So, you know, from getting my house ready um, to be listed, to selling it, to packing, to moving, to putting things in storage, to, you know, getting a rental, all of these things take a lot of time and effort. And then there's a lot of emotions that go on. So, you know, so many of us, like I said, we have situations in our life that pop up all the time that are very stressful, but this whole mindset of give yourself a break really is what throws us under the bus. And I have learned this over the last 20 years, okay? Because the first time that I really did that was when things really fell apart in my life. So that give yourself a break. And that was during my first pregnancy. It was like, okay, you're pregnant. You know what? Like give yourself a break, rest more, eat whatever you want. And I mean, rest more. I'm all about rest, but it was literally not move. Like I was not active during my pregnancy. I was not walking. I was not exercising. I was not doing any of those things. I was eating horribly. I gained 60 pounds. My, you know, my health and my mental health, because you are literally what you eat. We have a gut brain connection. So when you are eating crap, it's like garbage in, garbage out as far as your output and your, you know, brain activity. Um, it is, has a massive impact on your mental health, what you eat. And I experienced that firsthand. You know, I ended up with postpartum depression and I just felt absolutely horrible in my own body because of how I was treating myself over that period of time. That was a huge wake up call for me. That was prior to me being a nutritionist. So, and what I have learned over, you know, the, these um, couple decades is that the more that I ask myself, what does my body need? How can I support my body? How can I get through this with flying colors? the easier it is to navigate the things in life that are truly very challenging. You know, I, I did this with the pregnancy of my youngest. So I have two daughters. One is 18 this year and one, um, actually it's her birthday today. She just turned 10. And, and so I went through completely different pregnancies and, it wasn't the circumstances around the pregnancy that made it, you know, one better than the other. I can tell you that much because my first pregnancy, you know, I was, I was married. It was, it was planned. It was something that, um, you know, we were, we were moving into, you know, a beautiful house in a great neighborhood. There was so many good things. I had a very loving, supportive husband, um, and it really should have been a fabulous time. 
but it was my choices. It was how I treated myself. It was how I gave myself a break and really stopped caring for myself and stopped, you know, doing the things that helped to support my body that really, you know, looking back because hindsight is 2020 made that a very difficult time for me. Whereas with my second pregnancy, I was going through a lot of emotional upheaval. There was a lot of uncertainty in my life. I was alone for the majority of it. And I had an amazing pregnancy as far as my health and my own happiness and my own strength and, you know, my own confidence. I felt great. I looked great. And the reason for that is because I didn't wallow in what was going on in my life. I didn't decide to be a victim. I didn't say, oh, woe is me. I looked at the situation and I said, how can I make this, you know, how can I support myself the best that I can? How can I come out the other end and not have postpartum depression, even though I know I'm going into this on my own? How can I be the best mother for this child? And because I asked those questions, because I asked, you know, myself how I could be stronger and more resilient and healthier, I had a great pregnancy and I was able to roll right through it, doing things myself, you know, you know, being the one that was there up with my newborn baby all the time on my own. And it was great and it felt empowering. And I, you know, my, my body was supportive of me. Like, I can't even tell you the amount of confidence going through that, that I was able to achieve for myself and who I was and the mother that I was, because I did everything I needed to do to make sure that I was at my best. So I didn't even know that I was going to go into this and, and kind of, um, you know, tell that story. I just really wanted to talk about what I have done, you know, this week and actually the last few months that, you know, there's been a lot of change and a lot of um, moving parts. And as a single mom, as a business owner in, um, you know, I live in Toronto where the most lockdown for the, like most severe lockdown for the longest period of time in the entire world. Um, you know, I'm, I'm running a business from home. I've got, um, a, a daughter who is online school and having, a lot of challenges from that perspective. And she has a you know, learning difference that makes it even more challenging for her than a lot of children. So, you know, how does one do that? How does one survive all of this? And now this, you know, massive move, um, you know, packing and the storage and the, you know, managing all the pieces. And it is because I am always asking myself, not how I can give myself a break, as in make things easier, get pizza, don't exercise this week, don't worry about that. I don't look at exercise or eating well as something that is, you know, a nice to have. I don't look at it as, you know, when life is perfect, when life is less stressful, when I have more time you know, when I'm on vacation, that is when I'm going to take care of myself. That is when I'm going to eat well and get more sleep. No, 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 no. These things are part of my every day. I don't take a break from them because I don't need a break from them. They are the things that give me energy. 
that give me literally life, that allow me to have a good positive mental state, that allow me to be able to, you know, climb up that hill, to be able to do all of these things. I have so many people around me. I have like neighbors, um, you know, one of my neighbors, which I'm, you know, very sad that uh, she's only been my neighbor um, for less than a year and I, and I was moving, but you know, she's, she's retired. She has grown kids and she's seen me do this. And she sent me a message and she said, you know, just in, just in case nobody's told you, you are a superwoman. Like, I can't believe all the things that you have done and that, you know, I still see you um, laughing. And when, when I, she asked me how we were when we had finished packing that first day, when I was sitting outside with, you know, a salad that I had picked up at, um, the big carrot, a chicken salad. And, uh, my daughter was eating a, um, chicken noodle soup from impact kitchen that I had bought and made sure we had in the fridge and we could just heat up. She was like, wow. Like, you know, (laughs) she was us mere mortals would have just been having pizza. And like, I get that people look at it that way, but I can tell you that it is just as easy. In fact, easier for me to have picked up food that was sitting in the fridge that I could just open and sit down and eat and heat up that soup and, and really support us, support my daughter, support me, help us deal with the stress that we are going through by nourishing ourselves, right? Not, not you know, putting food in my body that's creating more inflammation, that's, you know, really challenging um, my body, that's creating just a situation that it's, it's not getting what it needs, right? Like if you were eating food that is processed, that, you know, is, is genetically modified um, with, or you're getting takeout, which has a lot of um, really cheap oils that are highly inflammatory, or you're, you're eating something that has a lot of sugar, all of those things are causing more stress on your body. So why would I want to do that when I know that I'm already asking my body to do so much, right? So, you know, and, and it was really interesting that that comment from this lovely neighbor of mine who, you know, said, you know, like us mere mortals, I don't look at what I do as, you know, this superpower. It's really over my life, I have had a lot of challenges and, you know, I have been able to learn from them. Instead of, um, you know, being the victim, I have been able to turn those things around and be like, okay, what am I going to do in the future to avoid this, right? How can I partner with my body? How can I continue to make sure that my health is my priority so that I can get through no matter what? And, and that's it. Like it is simpler than you might think. It's just asking yourself different questions. It's just changing your mindset. It's realizing that when you don't exercise, when you don't get to bed early, when you're not getting enough sleep, you're not giving yourself a break by staying up and watching Netflix because, you know, I, 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 I tell you, there has been no TV um, in my house in the last week or so, but generally I don't watch it that much because I've got other things to do um, that are like, you know, feeding my life and feeding my brain. 
Um, but I can assure you that when I was exhausted from, from moving, uh, we had a nutritious meal. We came home, you know, I got my daughter all set up. Um, we had a big, you know, like chat and cuddle session before bed. And I went to bed right when I put her to bed as soon as possible. And just prioritizing those things and not going, okay, now I need a glass of wine. Now I need to stay up. Now I need time to myself. I haven't been able to sit all day. So that's what I'm going to do. Those things would be self-sabotage. And I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not down with that. I'm not because I don't want to burn out because the buck stops with me because my kids need me because I'm in this for the long haul because I want to feel amazing every single day of my life. And so I want to learn from my experiences and I want to learn and listen to my body and give it what it needs. So I'm always asking the question, what do I need? Tomorrow might look like a crazy busy day, but what can I do right now to set myself up to be as successful as I can tomorrow? And that's always going to be going to bed early, you know, getting up early. When I had so much to do, I didn't stay up till, you know, 11, 12, 1, whatever, getting things done, packing. I would still go to bed early by 10. Oftentimes last week it was 9.30. And then I got up really early. So I was up at 5 a.m. instead of, you know, 6 or 6.30. That is how I got so much done but still was able to get really great quality sleep and make sure that my body was able to manage the stress, right? I made sure that I took extra vitamin C. Vitamin C is the most important vitamin for your adrenals. It's very supportive. So when I'm putting my body under more stress, I'm going to look to support it more, right? I also took more vitamin D, uh, for immune support. Um, and I did at no point would I miss my evening magnesium that I take before bed because magnesium, which is going to be a podcast interview, um, you know, very soon I have an expert on magnesium and we're going to have an awesome chat. Um, but magnesium is the most important, um, mineral in your body. It's used for over 300 different enzymatic, uh, enzymatic processes every single day. And it is, it's going to be diminished when you are under stress. So the more stress you're under, the more magnesium you need. So every night before bed, about an hour, I would have my powdered magnesium bioglycinate. Um, and that really helps to set me up. The other huge thing, you know, people said to me, like my clients this week, like, how are you sleeping? Like you're, you know, you're under a lot of stress. There's so many things to, to think about. And they would say, I, you know, I don't, I don't sleep well during those periods of time. Well, you know, there was a day or two, my sleep was not as good. Like today I woke up, I had a 90 sleep score. I usually average between 86 and 91. So my sleep score went down to 82, you know, the day, the night before I was moving. Um, but generally still really good. And that was just mostly because I had a little bit less sleep because I got up earlier, but I still had really good quality sleep. And the reason I am able to fall asleep so quickly 
is because I'm consistent with it all the time. When the most difficult and the most important part about getting good sleep is not just, you know, making sure you're in a dark room and it's cool and all those things. All those sleep hygiene things are great, but the most important aspect is always going to bed at the same time within an hour and always getting up at the same time within an hour. And when your body is so used to that, no matter what's going on, it's going to follow what it knows. Like that is, it knows what's coming up. It knows the routine. It knows this is the time that you're going to sleep. And so it makes it so much easier to be able to continue to have, you know, really good quality sleep, even when you're stressed. And so that is why, you know, I prioritize that. So, you know, to, to wrap this up, I just want to say to all of you, I know no matter what's been going on with you this year, every single person that I know has been under more stress. And I understand that in our society, it had always been give yourself a break. And that means, you know, order in, don't worry about cooking, don't worry about exercise, you know, stay up, watch some Netflix, Netflix and chill. But I'm here to tell you that those things are what is throwing you under the bus. They are making it more difficult for you. You are not giving yourself a break when you stop prioritizing yourself. The most important thing you can do is to turn your mindset around to get through the most difficult times in your life. You need to do more for yourself, not less. You need more sleep. You need better nutrition. You need more exercise, more steps. And I am not somebody who just says, you know, do what I say. I am somebody who says, I've been there. I've, I've learned from my mistakes and I walk the walk. What I tell you to do is what I do day in and day out. I am not trying to lose weight. I am not trying to fight a disease. I am not, you know, trying to, you know, get my health back. I do these things every single day because I love my life, because I respect and love my body, because it helps me be a better human, a better friend, a better coach, a better mother. And it is for those reasons that I continue to stay on top of my nutrition, my sleep, my stress management, my mindset, my journaling. This is not something that I do or have done for three months or six months in order to get a specific result. These are the things that I know through, through science and through experience that are the gifts that we give ourselves to live an amazing life. Health truly is wealth. And it is by far the most important thing on my priority list. Without my, my health, I can't, I can't be, right? If you've ever been sick, all that matters is your health. So if I really love my, you know, my kids, 
I have to take care of my health so that I continue to be here for them. Because if I don't, if I falter, if I get sick, there is no plan B. There is nobody backing me up. It's, it ends with me. And so I take that really, really seriously. I look at what challenges I have or what we could face and I prepare myself for them. So I am here telling you this today because even if you think that the things that I'm talking about are hard or how do you keep doing those or, um, you know, when, when do you get to stay up late or, you know, like whatever your question is, um, because, you know, like, you know, when do you get to take a break from exercise? When do you get to take a break from nutrition? It's, it's the other way around. I want you to think about that. Those are the things that give you joy, that give you energy, that give you life. We don't take a break from those things. That is our life. That is the quality of our life. That is what supports us to show up the best that we can. So if there's anything that, you know, I can leave you with is that please right now, if you are having a difficult time in your life, ask yourself, what does your body really need, right? How can you support it better? so that it can show up and be that pillar of strength for you. If this was helpful, and if you feel inspired to turn around your mindset and to always make yourself and your health a priority and change the way that you're thinking and really look at how can you reduce stress on your body when you were going through a stressful time instead of adding to it by skipping meals, by eating poor quality food, by getting less sleep, please share this with your friends. As women, we have been most, you know, adversely affected from the pandemic. Um, responsibilities as far as, you know, work and children and all of those things. So many women have had to take themselves out of the workforce. And it has been just absolutely devastating for the women's movement. And so, I want to get this message out that we can turn this around and we can become more resilient, but it doesn't come with doing less self-care or giving ourselves a break the way society tells us. It comes with you digging in, deciding you're not going to be a victim of this and partnering with your body to become stronger and more resilient. So please pass this on. As women, we need to support each other. We need to stand up. Our kids are in crisis and it is up to us to be as strong as we possibly can to treat ourselves with as much love as we can possibly muster up so that we can be there and show our children how it is done and how to love, partner, and take care of themselves. Until next time. Have an amazing day and thank you so much for listening and for supporting this podcast.